<laughs> All right, North Central Infuse. We are doing a special version of this podcast, uh, non-management version of this podcast too. I'm joined uh, this morning with by Nyla Osborne, our HR representative. Say hi. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Jabris Rounds. Uh, I, I'm confused on your job title. What is that exactly? <laughs> Billing analyst, our customer service supervisor, Ashley Sandalin. Hello. And our customer service representative, Hannah Tyner. Hi. Hey. So what we're doing today is we're talking about this Musicians for Labonner project that North Central has gotten behind. And um, September 3rd, we will be releasing an album with 40 uh, local area musicians and bands. And we've uh, been coordinating uh, hospital visits this summer. And you guys have all volunteered to be a part of that and use some of the volunteer hours that North Central gives in order to visit patients and families. So I wanted you guys to be in on this. And uh, how has that experience been? I know you guys have all gone on different dates, uh, but uh, I'll start with you. How, what, what, what have you seen as far as the summer goes? Um, well, it was wonderful. Uh, it just reminded me how fortunate we are living in this area and having a top-notch children's hospital uh, so close. And the visit was awesome. The music was awesome. And yeah, it was great. It was great. Jabris? Yeah, same here to piggyback off this knowledge here. It was really, really great. As far as like, the magicians we had, and then the, actually seeing the kids, and then to see how much they're interested in the different genres of music and the artists that come, and then interesting to their backstory. It's, it's pretty, pretty cool. Pretty cool. All right. And you were there yesterday. You followed, you followed Free World around, didn't you? I did. I did. <laughs> listen to their CD on the on the way home too so <laughs> but um yeah I liked all the bands that were there yesterday um I thought um they were very um upbeat and had some good different you know music going on um and I love seeing the kids and passing out you know goodie bags to them and seeing them smile and um it was great I loved it okay and then it was uh, a lot of fun. We got to see um, a couple different bands whenever we were there. Um, they had, being able to go to the kids' rooms and stuff was one of my favorite parts. Um, some we got to see in the rooms and some we got to see in the hallway. Um, it was just a lot of fun being able to see a smile on their face whenever you bring somebody in to do something like that. And then even being able to just talk to the families that are there as well. Okay, so, and then that's one of the things that the North Central volunteers did was uh, we provided gift bags filled with art supplies and coloring books and um, I think even stress balls from, uh, had the North Central brand on it. And if anybody needs it, it's a family of love honor. Um, but one of the things that we've been asking is we are, we, we are working on uh, doing a lot of promotions for this and, and promoting the artists and telling their stories and everything like that. But um, we, we asked them if there is a particular story that stuck out to them or a particular patient or watching this, you know, this, these performances and seeing something that somebody that reacted more than others. So did any of you guys have that when you went around and followed the bands that you were following? Yes. Yeah. Um, can I say? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. Victor, yeah. Um, and, um, I forget where he was from, but he, yes. Yeah, he right there. He, um, and he, they said that he loved music, um, and they were really excited about, well, we were glad that he was up, um, and they, he asked, they were asking him, Free World did, who, um, who he liked, and he liked Santana, mm -hmm. and, um, he named off someone else, and then, uh, they played, uh, a couple of different things for him, and it was neat. And they sung his band. I mean, it was it was. You, really you neat. know the you know somebody's that's not familiar with Santana music. They played Oya Como Va. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're just like you're just like it sounds good. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really listen to music, so. <laughs> and and so for you, Nyla, getting to see uh, the patients, I I, already, I probably already know who you're going to talk about. Mm -hmm. Who is it? Uh, Rain, who was um, two, two or three. Two, I think. Yeah. yeah. And just a precious little girl, and the uh, band that I was. Fast Mothers. Uh, yes. Okay. <laughs> That's it. Uh, they actually had a song, Rain that they sang to her and it was great and then next thing we know rain is wanting to get out of the bed 
and followed the band around. Aww. She followed. She, she was like the roadie. She's like, I mean, yeah. she she had uh, she was hooked up to a few things, but they kind of like made it more portable. And she had a wagon that she was pulled around in so to follow the band. And she, she would it was it was literally it was she was pulled in. Her parents would pull her to the, the room. She would get out and start dancing. Aww. Like outside the room while the band's playing in another room. She's like, no, this I'm following these guys around. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, and and so, Jabris, you and I followed around Cody Clark yesterday. And, I mean, what, what did, was there anything that stuck out for you? It was a, a couple. It was a couple of them that did. Uh, the second girl that we went to, I can't remember her exact name, but she was into classical music. Mm-hmm. And she had actually taken some few music classes and music lessons, so she was kind of mm-hmm. in, you know, in between. Like they could actually talk and about different music stuff, and I had no no clue what they were talking about. But <laughs> they were actually into. I don't uh, think Cody did either. He's like, I think she's more talented than I am, yeah. and I'm about to perform for her. <laughs> and she she was really into you know with the songs and the different genres and stuff. And with the second, the last year we went to. Uh, Man, she she sat up in the bed and she was just all into it, you know. I think she actually talked to him about different genres she was into, like some stuff I never even heard of. I was like, I need to expand my music selection. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she, is yes. she is on it, and she was naming all these different bands and stuff, like and telling them, you know, how well that they did and just the songs and stuff like that. So, I think yeah, because it was it was. Uh... One of the girls said that uh, Cody sounded like Corey Taylor, and he just, he just left. He was like, "I sound like a rock star." That's awesome. <laughs> so yeah, and and Hannah, you followed around like a the youngest act that we have on this yes. project under the radar. What was that like for you getting to go um, around? It was pretty neat. Um, we got to. I just loved being able to see the smiles on those kids' faces, um, the situations that they're in. We don't think about those on a daily basis, um, and being fortunate enough to have to not have to be there. Um, one thing that was something I didn't know is they did have an older patient there, an adult, mm-hmm. um, that was there for a procedure the next day. And I was like, I didn't know that they even did that. So, If you start off as a Lebonner patient, you're like a patient there for life. Okay. I've got, uh, actually, I have a uh, former classmate of mine who's in his 30s, still mm-hmm. getting brain treatments okay. over there. And it's it, I, I was surprised to hear that, too. But, yeah, you, you stick around there for life. So those okay. those patients come back. I did not know that. Yeah. Know that um, so, yeah, it's it, it's a, it's an amazing hospital. And uh, I don't know I don't know what floor you guys were on, but me and Jabriz were on the top. And so, like, there's this, like, gorgeous view of downtown Memphis. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. But, I mean, just getting to use your volunteer hours and do something like this, it, what is what is that like for you? What is that? say to you as i guess either their company that north central is or the project that, that we're representing here um i mean which i mean north central is great anyways yeah. and, and, the, and we're so community why i mean mm-hmm. i just feel like we do so much for the community and mm-hmm. to work somewhere that will allow you to you know do things like that um i mean i, I love it and i appreciate it they don't make us stay in the office all the time. Yeah. <laughs> we get you to get go out, out and do things yeah. all the time, year-round. So yes, that's, that's nice right. to do. All right, so uh, we're going to wrap this up, at least this segment of the podcast. I will have interviews with the Everdeens, the Fast Mothers, Under the Radar, Jody Ross, and Josh Shaw of Black Hippie. So we will have that on the podcast. But you can also uh, check out musiciansforlebonner.com, northcentralepa.com. We link everything together. And this new CD will be available for sale on September 3rd. All right, North Central Infused, we are back, and we are uh, here with our our country music, one of our country music artists, Jody Ross. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? Doing all right. So uh, we, the purpose of this podcast is we're going to be introducing people that are involved with Musicians for Labonner and talk about their experience experiences with the project so far. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, well, I'm Jody Ross, and I grew up uh, born and raised in Mississippi. I live in uh, Senatobia uh, now, currently. Um, I'm a school teacher on top of being a musician slash music therapist as well. So uh, I wear a lot of hats. Uh, no, keep going. <laughs> okay, no, okay. no, I wanted to point out, it's like every, there's always, you always see on social media, people like put the music is their life. No, music is your life. Like literally, you see the stuff that you do with music therapy and and being a musician and songwriting and playing 
out as much as you do. So, I mean, you're truly like your entire career is wrapped around music. Yes. It, I mean, like my, well, my whole life, I mean, I grew up singing in church and that, you know, went to um, being involved in band and choir and all of that growing up in, you know, in school and then pursuing a degree in music therapy and being surrounded, you know, by music in college. And, and I've just always loved music. It's just, it's just a part of that's, me. So. That's awesome though. So Tell us uh, a little bit about the song that you've donated. Um, people can buy this on uh, Spotify, iTunes, and Amazon. We're getting in a few places around town, but uh, tell us about the song Holding You that you did. Uh, well, the song Holding You was actually written for my son, Griffin, um, so I thought it would be very appropriate appropriate to donate to um, the Musician for Le Bonner album, um, since it benefits the Children's Hospital. Um, and... You know, I think uh, as a parent uh, and having a child, it's that special connection. And I I wanted him to always have something that, you know, I I gave to him. And, you know, it's always his. That's well, that's awesome. And then it's appropriate that the first uh, album that it's been featured on, I'm sure that'll be featured on a and a Jody Ross uh, release at some point, right? Uh, of course. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so uh, tell us about, so see, this is back in May you performed? No, it was June you performed at the hospital. Yeah, it was June. Yes. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about that. Uh, it was a, a great experience. Um, I was honored to be asked to, to come and perform uh, for the uh, patients and their families. Uh, and again, uh, being a music therapist and having that connection of, um, you know, patient relationship uh, and using music to uh, work on that uh, relationship and, and build relationships with people and just, you know, sharing in a musical experience. Um, it was great to kind of tap back into that that side uh, of me and to be able to share my love of music with um, someone else that could. Okay. So I have to ask, what is the story or moment that most stuck out to you in that experience? Um, well, honestly, uh, there was a little, a little guy that came, um, down to the lobby to listen to all of his play and he was in his little wagon and, um, I was the first, uh, musician to sing that day. And, uh, it was when I started singing, he was like, Oh, you know, like it is just seeing him light up, you know, um, that, and then, um, getting, uh, to go on the particular floor, uh, that I got to tour and, mm-hmm. and meet, um, patients and their families. I got to go on the ICU floor, um, you know, uh, and those patients, some of them were weren't able to talk to me or really interact with me, but it was just great to interact with their families and kind of offer some encouragement and mm-hmm. even just to sing to their um, their family member, even though they may not know that I was singing to them, but mm-hmm. it was just a touching moment. So. Cool. All right. So uh, tell us what you're up to in September so people can find you and hear you play. Okay. So in September, um, <laughs> you can use your phone calendar. If you need I was to. like, you know, <laughs> I, I'm going to have to look. Um, I have a lot going on. Um, uh, currently, so it's kind of hard to keep it all straight, but um, I'm going to be playing at um, Bazaar's Bakery in Hernando on September the 6th. Um, on September 21st, uh, I'm going to be playing at the uh, Mississippi Made Ale House. Uh, well, a f- mutual friend has a food truck, and it's his year anniversary, and so he's going to be parked at the Ale House. And so uh, myself and another artist are going to... Um, team up and we're gonna be playing live music that day from like two to eight so, so who's the friend uh Stephen michael and oh. he also has a, a song out uh now and he's up and coming so yeah cool all right so how can people find you and learn more about you and your music you can find me on facebook and instagram uh, at jody ross music you, and i have a website jodyrossmusic.com uh, and that's where you can find uh, all of my events upcoming events you can find you know new releases that kind of thing and on bands in town so all right well thank you for stopping by we really appreciate it all right thank you so much holding you i held the world in my hands holding you there's nothing better than spending my days with you holding All right, North Central Infused, we are back. Uh, we have with us Robin X and Entourage producer Richard Hervey <laughs> from Lions Den Productions. 
Thank you guys for joining us. Thank we you really, of course. Um, so, real quick, what I want to do is just introduce you. Tell us about yourself, uh, your story, your musical story. I guess. Well, <laughs> my name is Robin X. Um, I am an albinism awareness advocate, anti-bullying activist, and black activist as well. Also, I happen to make music. <laughs> I happen to do that on the side. <laughs> on the side. So, so musician is not job uno, I guess. No, no it's okay. it definitely is. Um, I'm just messing around. Yeah, I got you. Um, every, all of that that I've mentioned is, is my passion. Uh, they... they all go hand in hand. I can't. There's not one without the other. Gotcha. All right. So, so uh, tell us a little bit about your sound that you that you're going for with your music. Well, I'm definitely going for an alternative rock sound, a new metal mix with some hip hop, boom bap kind of style. So, trying that's, to trying to fuse the the best of both worlds. And that's that's what I love about this project is you get to hear all these different genres and stuff that you're involved with. And um, I mean, of course, you, you, you have your song and then there's uh, the, all the other different genres that we feature. There's we've done the final count now. Uh, it is 42, 42 songs of 41 artists. Whew. Yeah. So it's it's been fun putting this album together. And of course, uh, listening to it in my office and not and not irritating my neighbors with it. So, <laughs> But um so, I, I'm one, I'm, I came to you guys, and I said, I want to feature you on this album. Why mm-hmm. say yes? First of all, it's Le Bonner. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and I, you know, just, of course, growing up and going to the hospital myself and, and knowing how they treat the, the kids, just being a a kid going there, you know, but to grow up and really see the the positive impact that they're starting to have on these young lives, it's a beautiful thing to me. If if anything is if anything is very important to me, it's the children, the kids, mm-hmm. and I love what Labonner is doing with the music, with with how they're handling their patients. It's a beautiful cause. How could I say no to that? You know. And, and and Richard, I know you've been kind of silent over there. What drew you to this cause? Well, uh, kind of like what <laughs> Rob said, you know, it's Lebanon. I mean, you, you you don't turn down the kids for one, you know. <laughs> right. Uh, I have I have been there. I was very young, and I had a couple of coworkers that had their kids go there and just to experience, just hearing their stories, you know. Um, but I mean, when you get a chance to give what you've been blessed to do, you know, to help other people. That really, you know, we're given blessings to give the blessing. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it was yes before we had we didn't have to think about it, to be honest with you. Well, we're, we're, we're happy to have yeah. you guys and on there. And too, we appreciate the fact you even thought of us to right. Add, oh. you know, <laughs> Right. You know, it's this is a project that we started, uh, or I started back in 2010, and kind of picked it up in 2013 with some. Well, that's where we got the idea for the double album. But then, 2015, we kind of retired it for a little while, and then working for North Central, we get mm-hmm. back here, and that's one of the big key things that attracts me to this job is that we get, you know, the, the volunteering and the and the charities that we get involved with, and I came up with a proposal for musicians for LeBron to bring it back, and they said yes, and so the, my favorite part of the job is looking up all these artists and going, this person's good, we need to get this person, I need to harass right. this person and get them on my CD. <laughs> Sir, not the my CD, but the our CD. Cause this is oh, it's a collective effort. Though, so it's, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah right. but it's, <laughs> I appreciate that, but it's, you know, it's it's nothing without the various people that are willing to help out right. and, and be a part of this. And speaking of which, you guys actually got to perform at the hospital back in May. Mm-hmm. What is that like compared to a show that somebody's going to pay five bucks to get into? <laughs> Man, um, it's heartfelt. You know, it it was it was heavy, and it was heavy in a sense of of, of care. It was heavy in 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 love. Um, not only did we perform downstairs, but we had the pleasure of going up to the rooms and seeing the kids and meeting them. Some kids were bedridden and they just couldn't get up. There are certain kids that were just in so much immense pain mm-hmm. that they were 
you know, they had to be medicated to calm to calm their urges to make them sleepy, you know? Yeah. That was painful. So to be able to go in there and sing to them and bring a smile to their face, that is money can't buy that. One you, of the things that for me, I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, uh, you're one, definitely one fine. Things, for me it was the fact that when you you walk in and by the time you walk out you question every reason you ever complained in your life. <laughs> right. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you know, you like to think that you're always kind of, everybody likes to think they're even killed and then they have a good balance of, well, you know, I'm blessed in this way, that way. Mm -hmm. But when you walk in the presence, then it's like, yeah, I'm tripping. You know, I need to right. get my stuff together. <laughs> you know, and that was what it was like for me. It was like, so it was great, mm -hmm. but it was hard not to, I guess, be hard on myself yeah. in that sense, you know. Right. But you, you leave there smiling. That's that's uh, that's, that's yeah, the, yes. the interesting thing. It, 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 it's so funny, and I, I've said this before because we've done these performances in the past. When when you can get somebody to donate their time, give up their afternoon or four hours of their day, and then mm -hmm. they get at the end of it, they're going, "Thank you for inviting." Yeah. It's like you're doing something right. Yeah. And that's and that's what I love about this is is seeing the the care that these musicians have for this community, and of course bringing that to a children's hospital. So. Um, Real quick, uh, I want to ask you, where can we find you next? Uh, how can people find you online? Uh, you know, kind of promote yourself just a little bit. Awesome. Uh, we will be at the Cooper Young Festival next. So that's going to be exciting. Yeah, that's going to be a lot of fun. Um, you can find me everywhere at Robin X. That's R-O-B-E-N-X on Instagram. I am the Robin X, T-H-E-R-O-B-E-N-X. Twitter at the Robin X, T-H-E-R-O-B-E-N-X. TeamRobinX.com. We also have merchandise at Intel.com slash TeamRobinX. We have a YouTube account at Robin X, R-O-B-E-N-X. Facebook, R-O-B-E-N-X. We are everywhere, ladies and gentlemen, and you can also find us on the Labonner Musicians for Labonner soundtrack. Thank you. You're actually on there twice, technically. I am. Yeah, because we, we recorded the new version of Heavy Meditation with the Chinese Connection Dub Embassy, and of course your song Pure. The most uh, amazing people in the world. Oh my god, that was that was an insane session, doing, getting to hang out with you guys and do that. But uh, you're currently listening to Pure by Robin X, featured on the Musicians for Labonner album, and we will have that ready for you guys on September 3rd. All right, North Central Infuse, we are back with Under the Radar. How are you guys doing? Good. Good. All right, so first, real quick, just introduce you guys. Uh, tell me a little bit about yourselves. Uh, my name is Matt Ireland. I'm mm -hmm. a bass player. Uh, I do some background vocals, and I have a lot of fun playing this band. Okay. My name is Zeke. I'm the front man. That means lead vocals, lead guitar, and uh, yeah. Okay. My name is Ryan, the drummer. I'm in the back. So. <laughs> I understand. So how did you guys get your start? Well, me and Ryan, we met at a, um, a music school called School of Rock. It's in Germantown. Mm -hmm. um, and we played, you know, we, we did our little show together. And, you know, uh, we met. And, um, and then just one day I told my dad, hey, Dad, I want to start a band. I think I know who, who can be the drummer. So, you know, I let Ryan know. And, and then I played a, played a show with Matt mm -hmm. in Millington. And so I was like, all right, we have the pieces together. Let's make it happen. Okay. The rest is history. Okay. So, and and how, how young are you guys? Um, well, Ryan's going to be a senior in high school. Okay. I'm going to be a sophomore. Matt's going to be a junior. So like 17, uh, 16, and, it was 15 and 16. Yeah. Okay. All right. So I guess that's right. Um, so, and you guys have already released two albums. Mm -hmm. There's yeah. people in their 40s that haven't even released two albums. What do you guys? It's like that's a pretty big accomplishment. So I mean, it's like, and how, I mean, and at your age to have that much material. So like, what's, what I mean, what's that been like for you guys? It's just to just crank out two albums before you're even uh, you're able to move out of your parents' house. I mean, it's insane. Like that's, it's it's just it's so cool to like be able to 
see that stuff on like streaming platforms and like have mm-hmm. your own CD and everything. I mean, it's 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 a really cool mm-hmm. like feeling to know, especially all the hard work we put into it and all the people involved and everything. You know, it's it's really good once that product is done to just like be able to listen to it and enjoy it and know other people are going to do the same. It's, all right. It's really cool. Okay. So, um, all right, so you guys, this is your uh, first year dealing with Musicians for Bonner. What attracted you to this kind of project? Um, just giving back to the community. I mean, we were given a talent, and we want to share that with everyone else. So, I mean, making, make we just go into a patient's room and play a song, and seeing their day brighten makes our mm-hmm. day brighten so much more. And now, do you guys like, okay, so you guys performed in, uh, it's actually a couple weeks ago in July. Um, you guys performed for the hospital. What was the reaction like when you were performing for patients and seeing what, what your music did for them? Uh, well, theirs was like, okay, this is pretty cool. N- nice to meet you. You know, <laughs> but I mean, when, when I got back home, you know, it was, it was just a cool feeling to know, like, this is, you know, we were invited out to do this, you know. <laughs> it was, you know, we, we were, had the opportunity to do this, you know, and it, it seemed to be, you know, enjoyed. <laughs> and that, that, was, that was really cool. Okay, so what do you have like a specific memory that kind of sticks out for you when you think back on doing this pro- or being visiting the hospital? I mean, just just playing. You know, we 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 rarely strip it down acoustically, mm-hmm. right? So having that opportunity to just kind of be a little bit more intimate with you know our our audience was very cool. You know, and, and just interacting. You know, just like talking about how much my sister does a pain in my butt. You know, and I, I hope the little girl is not that to her parents, but, you know, so it's, it, yeah, it was just a very heartwarming experience. Okay. All right, so where are you guys playing next? What's happening for you guys in September, October, or later on? Um, we were playing at the Beer Garden in Saddle Creek. When's that? August 17th. August 17th, okay. So anything happening uh, later on this year for you guys? Um, yes, we're playing, we're playing on the main stage at Kubion Fest. Awesome. Okay, so uh, that's in late September, right? Yes. I believe, okay. So, yeah, uh, if you want to find those dates, you can look up Cooper Young Festival. And how can people find out a bit more about Under the Radar? Um, all the social media platforms. I know Instagram is UTR The Band. Um, actually, UTR Memphis, excuse me. <laughs> Our website, utrtheband.com. You can find all that stuff. All right, so we're going to end this uh, this little segment with your song that you've donated for Musicians for the Bonner. It's called Boom. Tell us, like, how how old were you wrote, when you wrote this song? Since I'm since I'm like so fascinated by your age here and how much you've accomplished it at such a young age. So I was like 15, 14 or fifteen, right? right? I mean, he was like he was like thirteen, fourteen, yeah. like it was yeah, I mean, about fourteen, right? Mm-hmm. So what, what was the inspiration for this song? Uh, it was just we wanted something that hit 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 the audience just right the, away. Just the, the energy is, I think. All right. Well, thank you guys for stopping by. This is North Central Infusion. You're listening to Under the Radar. We are here with two out of the five Everdeens, right? There's five, There's five of you guys. Yeah. <laughs> with Charles and Braylon here. Uh, so tell us, I mean, just to, this is a special version of the podcast for Musicians for Bonner. so tell us a little bit about you guys, yourselves, with the band, the sound, how you got formed, all that good stuff. Uh, well, I'll go first because I imagine that Charles will probably want to tell more about the story of the band. So just to get me out of the way, uh, like you said, my name is Braylon. Uh, I play guitar in the band, and I've been in here for probably a little over a year at this point with the current lineup of the band. Okay. Yeah, so I started it. I'm the the OG. Um, <laughs> I'm the original and the founder. I started it back in 2012 as a another project, and then um, and then about in 2015 it evolved into the Everdeens and. Sam is the only remnant from that era of the Everdeens, and then 
Sam is the drummer, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Sam. Sam's our drummer. And he plays a mean chair. We've learned. Yes. Yeah. Yes. He'll do <laughs> chair solos for days. I think we'll that's more about the chair yeah. solo here in a minute. But yeah, um, but yeah then probably I want to say late 2016 or an early 2017. Molly came in. Mm-hmm. I got her, and then later that summer we lost the one of the original guitarists, and then we got Tyler, who we played with in multiple shows before that, and then. Probably then, yeah, about a year after that, Braylon came on board. So I'm the only one. So it's like, a behind, it's like a combination behind the music and then like sports trading team. You know, just yeah. like, we lost this guy and got the, yeah, it's, it's I understand. I mean, it's, it's, that's what it's, it's being like in a band is it's, you're just you're prepared to have some lineup changes every now and then. So. Yeah, well, people change over time yeah. and people's priorities change over mm-hmm. time. So Okay, well, um, all right, so... Tell us a little bit about your sound because it's it's a little unique. I mean, you're a rock band, but I mean, it's just it seems like more kind of. Well, I personally, <laughs> and I think this bleeds into the band. I can't, and I'm not going to speak for everybody, but I personally have a pretty eclectic sound. Uh, I like to do everything. <laughs> first album that I did with the very first incarnation of the band. Is like twenty something tracks, and each track was a pretty much a different genre of music, and it was just experimenting. Um, I always say we're indie alternative, you know. That's mm-hmm. and that to me that pretty much just justifiably sums up that I can kind of do what I want, and then and then and not have too many questions asked, and not also be too <laughs> over the the mark. Gotcha. Yeah, when I was drafted, it was pitched to me as as indie rock. And uh, here, more recently, Taylor over at Refreshing Shows has been calling us melodic rock. So I guess we could be like melodic indie well, post alternative. I found out melodic rock <laughs> is that, yeah post alternative pop. Yeah, just keep going. Uh, I found out actually melodic rock is just another word for arena rock. It's basically like I mean, Kings yeah, of we Leon play arenas stuff. every now and then. Yeah, so. every every now and then. Uh, here, Tool's gonna go on on, yeah. on tour soon. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so. Um, you guys, your first time timers to the Musicians for the Bonner Project. Why would you get involved with something like this? Well, we've done St. Jude um, for three years. Three years out of the, um, the St. Jude, Jude Marathon. We didn't do it in 2016. Thank God we didn't do it in 2016. It was horrible that year. Um, <laughs> but we've done it the 2015, 17, and, and 18. And uh, honestly, St. Jude and Laban are pretty synonymous with the Memphis and Memphis with Memphis and in, and in the medical Memphis scene as well. Uh, I don't really know too much about the health industry here, but I mean Laban or St. Jude, you know, very well known outside of Memphis. And to come back to something that I said in the short interview that we yeah. did after the things that we when we actually came to play at Laban uh, is that. It's it's more personally fulfilling to play knowing that you're playing for a purpose that's more than just selfish and like I get to play my instrument and look cool. Like, yeah, uh, it, that's not what there's a is. there's a satis- there's a satisfaction that comes along with like I said there when you're actually playing face to face with the kids in the rooms, you you get that sense of making somebody else happy on a personal level that that one to one connection that you can have with mm-hmm. somebody. Absolutely. So you and, and you just. Good segue in because uh, you guys performed at Labonner, and you guys got to visit the room, uh, the rooms of some of the patients. And so, tell us, tell us about that a little bit. Man, it was it was a lot of fun. It could be very sobering at times, but you know, we we made some really great connections with some of the kids. Like there was one kid in particular that Tyler, our other guitar player, they got into this big conversation about Disney and Disney parks and Disney musicals and characters. Uh, how the how the little girl actually her favorite thing in the world were musicals and so they started talking about that. No, that's the other one. Not the little. The, there was the Disney one. Wait, are we talking about the the first one? No, the second. <laughs> we're, one? we're trying to remember the. This was two months ago for you guys. Well, right? one of the girls was older and she was into musicals, and then the little girl, like that, the real mm-hmm. little girl, because the other one was like a teenager. Yeah. Uh, was she the Disney one? I thought she was the Disney one. I don't know. I'm sorry. I don't remember. Okay, so I mean, we've we've got to talk about Sam playing the chair. Sam, your drummer, forgot to bring his cajon upstairs to perform with the rest of you guys. 
So tell us about that. He sits down and starts playing the chair as if it was a drum kit. Yeah, I mean, we we decided that we wanted to play this song that had a pretty mandatory drum part in it, and we said to Sam, "This is your job, and you need to find something that you can play this drum solo on." <laughs> Who knew all the different parts of a chair could just yeah. do it so and well? Yeah, he didn't just play yeah. on one part of the chair. He he went around. He made it a chair set. So, <laughs> it wasn't just like a game. Yeah, yeah. You know what it is? I will. Uh, I'll try and get some video on this, but yeah, him playing the, the mm-hmm. armrest and the seat and the legs. It, it's it's pretty amusing. So, um, you know, where can people uh, where can people see see you guys? This is this is airing in September. So, what are you guys doing in September and on for the rest of the year? Well, unfortunately, in September it's pretty much our hiatus month. Um, a lot of the members are leave, leaving town alternately during the week but we have two shows uh right in the beginning of october so october 5th uh hotkey studios and refreshing shit and is it refreshing shows yes yeah they are hosting a uh a contest between some of the i guess bigger local bands for i think a free music video and free studio time Okay. Uh, but don't hold me to that. But I'm I'm sure that's what they're offering. Um, yeah, because this is kind of like the second uh, go around at this competition that, that that collaborative team has done. So we're just kind of assuming that the prizes are going to be similar to what they were the okay. first they did time. Last time. And then after that, uh, the, on the 11th of October, we're doing a uh, uh, three hour set over at Crosstown Brewery. Three hour set split up. Oh yeah, yeah, but, yeah I'm sure yeah. Like hours, so yeah. it's all you guys. Yeah, well, okay. we'll do covers and originals, okay. and they pretty much will let us uh, do what we want. <laughs> that's what they. Go. That's what they told me at least. That's, that's but cool though. Those are so far after September. Um, those are our only two gigs set up for now, and then yeah, I'm sure there'll be a Halloween show set up somewhere. We can't yeah. miss that. Okay, so. and then we got. Um, and then St. Jude way in the distance. Yeah. 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 So for the Halloween show that might happen, where can people find out more about you guys and where you're playing and if that Halloween show will come to, to pass? So our main engagement spots are going to be Facebook and Instagram, at uh, Everdeen's Music. We also have a little baby Twitter account that's kind of... <laughs> we kind of forget exists every now yeah. and then. It's kind of like... To keep up with. It's the home yeah. alone account is what it is. But... Um, so yeah, the Instagram and Facebook definitely the place to keep up with us. Okay. Um, All right, and so uh, we're gonna uh, play you guys out with the, the song that you've donated for musicians for Lebano. This is the Middle Kids. Uh, you guys actually got to perform this at Lebano. I think this was the featured song with the chair. Yeah, now, this uh, is when, the chair solo song. The, yeah, yeah. Are, the chair uh, song. Well, thank you guys for stopping by. Thanks for having me. I'm sitting here with Chris Rubel from the Fast Mothers, the heavyweight champions of Memphis Rock. Is that the time? I was close. All right. So, um, first off, I mean, just tell us about the Fast Mothers. Well, I tell you, we, as the Fast Mothers, have been at this for 15 years. Uh, My brother and I originally started it off to honor our late father who passed away. Uh, He was a Memphis musician, well-known in the scene, uh, uh, in the theater, in the uh, club scene. So anyhow, long story short, uh, we've been at this 15 years writing original music and uh, have been graced with the presence of uh, Memphis' sport. It's been amazing for us. Okay, cool. So um, you guys uh, joined up with the Musicians for the Bonner. It's your first year doing this. Yes. Um we did this from 2013 to 15, took a break, and then, of course, back in 2019. But um, what drew you to this project? Oh, well, we were drawn to the first couple events. We just weren't sure of the protocol, and we were busy playing 
festivals everywhere uh, during the first couple of years. But to answer your question, what drew us to it? Personal reasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, my daughter, who was a Laboner child at the age of six, was diagnosed with juvenile diabetes. And as uh, new parents, her mother and I, we had no clue about this thing. Uh, we immediately went to Le Bonner. Mm-hmm. They helped us raise our child. She's uh, full grown, married, has two children of her own. And secondly, uh, we have two members of the Fast Mothers who were former Le Bonner children as well. So it's very, they, they've been a part of our family for years. Okay, so um, we, you know, it was, it was July. We had you guys uh, come to the hospital, perform for the kids in the lobby, and then go up to, um, the, the the patient's room. Oh, yes. And what's that like versus any other gig that you've done anywhere else? Well, I tell you what, uh, we've had some highlights in 15 years in Memphis music, and this is at the top, mm-hmm. uh, literally at the top. We still talk about to this day. Um, we were put on a higher plane as far as... Um, feeling proud of what we've been able to do for others. It, it wasn't about the Fast Mothers. Uh, it wasn't about any of the musicians that participated. We noticed that all of them felt the same as we did. Uh, just having the children and the parents have a brief break, you know, take their minds off of things and uh, enjoy some rock and roll. <laughs> yeah, we had a blast. And Okay, so... I have because I followed you guys around. This was so I'm kind of like interviewing for everybody else's uh, sure. benefit. It seems like, but it was so funny to me because one of the first rooms you guys stop in is this little girl named Rain. Rain, oh my goodness! And of course, you guys have a song called Rain. Yeah, so it's kind of worked out for her. Yeah, but then she decides I'm not sitting in the room anymore. I'm going to follow the band around to the rest of the hall. What is that like? What does that do for you? It's like this. Girl that can barely even well, speak. just if I could paint a picture since this is uh, audio, uh, I can tell you. Listen, she came out, uh, asked her father to put her in her walker, and she wanted to see the band. And we come out of the second room, so she's in her walker. Then we go to the third room, and we've noticed her by then. And uh, we come out of the third room. She's out of her walker. She's holding her wires, everything that's connected to her, and. And as far as we understood, she uh, was still recuperating. She wasn't really, I don't think, supposed to have that much activity. <laughs> oh, it it touched our hearts so much. We had to uh, push back the tears, literally, mm-hmm. because uh, most of us are parents. We're at that mm-hmm. age now. And, and for myself, I'm a grandparent, so the children have my heart. Mm-hmm. But that rain, girl, oh, my goodness, uh, I will... I will live with that for the rest of my life. It's such a blessing. And what we're going to do is with this, well, we, we have some, we have the footage. We, we're filming a documentary of this, but I'm going to share some of the footage on top of this video. So uh, anybody that's watching this podcast can see Lil Rain and her dancing outside. Well, I mean, she was just following <laughs> you guys around the entire time. And her parent, her parents were so cool to, 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 sure to, to spend time with you guys and, and, and love what you guys do. So, um, real quick before we end up this end this segment, where can uh, folks find you guys, and what are you doing in September on? Well, I tell you, we've got a uh, show coming up uh, first at August eighteenth at Neil's, and it's a benefit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is something else that uh, we feel uh, conviction to give back to the community, uh, the Labonner. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're uh, playing for a couple benefits that are close to us. Uh, this is at Neil's, August 18th. Mm-hmm. We'll also be at Murphy's playing a, a cool show in Midtown, which will be all original music for about three hours. Uh, from then on, uh, we're just going to pick up whatever we can. We mainly stay local now. We're too old to travel. so. <laughs> <laughs> but you can catch uh, any of our performances, our music, any of that type of thing on any uh, streaming device or wherever. Yeah, you uh, guys you, are on Spotify and iTunes. Everything, and everything YouTube, yeah. uh, you name it, we're there. <laughs> and so 
Uh, that's the fast mode that you can find them on Facebook. Uh, I think you guys uh, do you guys use Twitter? Because yes, actually we do. Uh, barely use Twitter, but I promise we'll uh, get on top of that. But you if can you follow tweet, us. If people tweet you, then maybe you'll then get on we Twitter. will. No, okay, we yeah. do Twitter, uh, Facebook, of course, because yeah. we're addicted to that. Uh, but who is it? Yeah, but <laughs> any uh, any media stream, any way you get your information, we're there. All Look right. us up. All right, and uh, you're actually, we're going to play this out. Uh, your song on the Musicians Philip Barn album, this is New Stacks. Uh, the album will be released on September 3rd. Thank you. Thank you for stopping by. Thank you. Last segment, North Central Infused, a special musicians for the Bonner podcast. I'm joined by Josh Shaw of the Black of Black Hippie. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> I keep wanting to say the Black Hippie band. Yeah, it, it's it's all good. And we like <laughs> we used to be Saint John, and when we were on a we had our Facebook page, it wouldn't let us just have Saint John, so I had to do Saint John Band. So we switched to Black Hippie. It wouldn't like Facebook wouldn't let us like cut off the band until like recently. So. <laughs> We just get billed for Black Hippie bands sometimes, sometimes a Black Hippie. You never know. (laughs) So tell us a little bit about yourself and what kind of music you guys put out. Okay, well, I am a local Memphian. I went to school in Jackson, Tennessee for a couple of years, well, four years, and I majored in music, so I started, like, during, like, my recording class or whatever. I had my junior year. I started, like, recording a bunch in my room, and uh, it was just, like, really, really weird lo-fi stuff, like, really weird. Uh, Because, you know, I was only, like, started playing guitar, so I wasn't really good at it. So just like really complicated like piano parts and then just like one string solos, but okay. yeah. But it kind of graduated after I graduated, and when I came back to Memphis, started doing a bunch of solo shows and stuff, and then slowly started building a band around it. So if I could describe the band, it's kind of like we call it sad boy indie rock, but a lot of it is just like whatever we really feel like doing. But it all kind of has the same kind of like chill, like I don't know, the only way I could put it is like. A VHS kind of vibe, you know? Okay. Like, every, no matter what we do, it still has that kind of vibe to it. So, all right, so a little retro, a little... Yeah. Okay, I, that makes sense. So, um, so you, you've been... Uh, I approached you guys in January to be a part of Musicians for Love Honor. Why, why do... Why become a part of a project like this? Well, I don't... You always, like... I don't know, you always think... You know, you get your, yeah, whenever you like really start like inwardly searching, you think about like what the meaning of everything is and how lucky you are to be given some sort of talent or something like that. And anytime you have an opportunity to use it for the good and to help someone else out, it's always really good to do. Mm-hmm. Plus, like, why not? Like, why not, like, for the benefit of kids, play, play music? Like, that's, that's pretty cool. That's pretty noble, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. with the grand scheme of things. Cause a lot of it, when you're a musician, you do a lot of like, annoying dumb stuff a lot and it's fun to like actually do something really cool and benefit someone that's not like you or your band okay yeah okay so um you performed back in may for the patients and families and so and and to, to give you guys a little bit of background we've been showing some video here and there of these artists performing at this hospital and following people up to the rooms we could not follow you the camera crew could not follow you to your that, those rooms that you were visiting <laughs> So tell me about your experience. You, you performed right. the lobby, then you went upstairs, and what happened up there? So I went to the. Uh, it's like this, like uh, kind of I number like a bunch of like kind of like isolation chambers, lack of a better term, where like you have a lot of the really sicker kids mm-hmm. that can't really be out and about much. They're kind of like locked in these kind of huge, real all glass rooms or whatever. So I got to kind of just play outside for them and the family members to kind of just uplift a bunch of spirits because like the vibe there is kind of like 
you know, you, you feel the seriousness the second you get on the floor, you know yeah. what I mean? The gravity of like whatever the situation is and getting to kind of relieve the stress of like the, not only just like the kids and their parents, but also the doctors and nurses working there that are mm-hmm. so stressed and have to work that around the clock, kind of be able to give them like at least like an hour or so of relief and kind of calm their nerves with like, it was pretty cool to me. So you you went up there and like did you perform songs that you've written or was it some did, some covers or uh, kind of both a mixture okay. kind of just felt the vibe and kind of just did whatever kind of fit with everything so it was fun a lot of it was mostly uh, just really fun look little acoustic guitar songs and stuff like that to kind of mellow everybody out and then a few of my other and I just worked in a few like of uh, our own music and stuff okay. like that but it was, it was it was really fun all right so I mean what's I mean. How is that intimidating? Like walking, because I, yeah. I haven't even yeah, been to that it's, floor. It's not really intimidating, but it's just you feel. I don't know. You you feel the severity of it the second you walk in. The second you the, that elevator door opens and you step foot on that floor, you feel it. You feel like, hey man, like this kid has this wrong from this kind of like you know. You feel mm-hmm. like the severity of it, and it kind of puts a lot of things in perspective for you, and just in general being like, hey man, I have the <clears throat> privilege to be walking. You, I don't know, you, you take so many things for granted. And I never even thought of like just the freedom to walk and come and go where I please is a, something I take for granted. And seeing the people that don't have that that opportunity like was wild to me. Mm-hmm. And it was, I don't know, kind of like, it's it's it kind of struck something inside me and kind of just realized like, man, I'm how lucky I am mm-hmm. to be able to have my freedom. But with my freedom, I can chip away at some of my freedom in order to help the people that don't have the freedom I have. Wow. Okay, and, and and you got to experience that all in one afternoon, oh, yeah, this yeah. big epiphany. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so where can people find you, uh, the the Black Hippie Band okay. or the Burr Black Hippie? Uh, you can find us on Spotify, iTunes, Bandcamp, uh, Google Play, anything where you find music, you can find us, except for SoundCloud. It's because mm-hmm. the Wi-Fi at my apartment is really <laughs> slow, and every time I try to upload something up to SoundCloud... It just, it gets it like, it takes 20 minutes to get like 10% done and then it just oh, crashes. Oh man. So you can find us everywhere okay, else. Okay, but that's, uh, it's, so you have, you have one of the unique spellings of your name. It's B-L-V-C-K-H-I-P-P-I-E. You can exactly. find them, you find these guys on uh, Facebook and uh, Instagram and yeah. Twitter and wherever. Everything. <laughs> uh, on Instagram, Twitter, it's, uh, I think Facebook too, it's, uh, well Facebook you just look up Black Hippie, you know, we're the only band up with that name. <laughs> And on Instagram and Twitter, it's blah, Black Hippie 901. So B L V C K H I P P I E, and then 901. Okay, and we're going to end this podcast with your song that you've submitted for this album, which comes out on September 3rd. You can find it at musiciansforlebonner.com. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And uh, we'll be on iTunes and Amazon and a few other places on, on sale. So look us up. Uh, but this is Hotel Lobby from Black Hippie. Leave your baggage